0: Submission of the family of Prophet Ibrahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, wa kafaa a father to a son of Moala. I bade him the Venus tofah. And my bad to follow the villain Rahim. <coughs> most suspected unma-i-kiram. this is a dua that Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran Sharif which is a dua of Ibrahim ala nabina wa alayhi salatu wassalam these are the days of hajj already many people who are fortunate are already preparing for hajj and the entire Ibadat of Hajj and numerous reminders about the great personality of Sayyidina Ibrahim and his family and it is him and his family that we are bound to remember daily (coughs) because daily in every Salah, at the end of the Salah, it is Sunnah and we all, mashallah, do this at the end of the salah. We recite what is Durood-e-Ibrahim, known as Durood-e-Ibrahim. And in Durood-e-Ibrahim, the virtue of Durood-e-Ibrahim first that this is the most virtuous of the duroods that can be recited on Rasulullah sallallahu wa And this was that Durud of Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, that he, the Durud that Nabi ﷺ himself taught. Among many others, this was on the occasion when the ayat of the Quran Sharif was revealed. Ya Ayuhalladina Amanu alayhi Alehi Wasallimu Taslima. O you who believe, send salutations upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Salam. The Sahabah kiram inquired from Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Padadimna keefun Wasallimu We have already learnt and do know how to express Salaam to you, because you have taught us this, and that Salaam is what is in the Tashahud, at Tahiyatu Lillahi wa Salawatu wa At-Tayyibat, as Ayyuhan Nabi, Wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. So this Salaam we already are familiar with, and we do this, but the Qur'an Sharif Allah Taala, has given two commands in this, Sallu wa Wasallimu Taslima, you recite Durud and Salaam, Salawat and Salaam. So salam we are aware of how do we fulfill this injunction of salawat, of durud-sharif. So Rasulullah sallallahu himself taught them, قُلُوا اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَىٰ مُحَمَّدِ وَعَلَىٰ آلِ مُحَمَّدِ كَمَا صَلَّيْتَ عَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمِ وَعَلَىٰ آلِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ إِنَّكَ حَمِيدٌ مجيد. Now the most virtuous durood is being taught by Rasulullah sallallahu himself. And he's saying, you say in these words, you convey the durood in these words and at the end of the salah, after the Tashahud in the last rakat, after the qada, uh, in the t- last Qada, everybody recites, mashallah. After Tashahud, the same Durud duhur Ibrahim. And in this duhur Ibrahim, we are invoking salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, that Allah you send down salutations and blessings upon Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa ala ali Muhammad. And likewise on the family of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then, Kama salli ta'ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Allah, you send this just as you in you send down salutations upon Ibrahim alayhi and his family. The family of Ibrahim alayhi also included in this. Inna ka hamidun majeed. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. Kama ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Inna ka so every Salah at the end, each one of us is bound to remember Ibrahim Ali, Salam and his family. And this goes on throughout the year. Every Salah, multiple times a day. Already now we came, we might have had the opportunity of performing Tura Nafil when we came in, and otherwise we are going to make our Sunnat now, then in the farz and then the Sunnat again. Already just in this time of Jummah, there will be several times that we will remember the Mubarak family. Ibrahim and his Mubarak family. So now this family was very, very noble. And This is the sign of the nobility that the entire Ummah, millions of people throughout the world, every day are bringing this in their durood. So, what is this, the lessons that we can take from this very great family, and especially in these Mubarak days of Hajj, which are all a reminder and a very great reminder about the Mubarak personality of Ibrahim <laughs> and his Istanbul so in the ayat of the Quran that was recited this gives us many lessons and this is the dua of Ibrahim a.s. <laughs> this dua he made when Allah ta'ala commanded him to leave his wife and child in a barren place at that time Makkah Mukarramah there was nobody living there there was nothing there you take them and go leave them there so now we're talking about this from the perspective of a family. Ibrahim built a family. And Allah Ta'ala mentions this family. And in the Durud we bring about that family as well. So now there's a very big lesson about a family. And the importance of a family structure. Now from that perspective to understand this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif and this dua. If Ibrahim That he's making dua on this occasion when Allah Ta'ala commanded him go and leave your wife and this baby, little child go and leave them in this place and go away, return. So he comes to the command of Allah and he leaves them there's nobody living there there's no means of survival they don't even have anything that now he could stay there to build one house for them Allah's Allah command. And on Allah Ta'ala's command, He does this and now He returns. But then as He moves away, He stops out of sight and turns to Allah Ta'ala in dua. Now the very important thing in any family is what is the mindset, what is the heart of the head of the house. Because that is what's going to now, then impact on everybody else what kind of thinking he has what are his aspirations what are his likes and dislikes what is at the top of his mind and heart all this will have an impact on those below, because the head of the house is the head of the house and this is the Islamic manner of living that the head, in a human we only see one head, we don't see two heads that's the head Everywhere there's one head. Likewise, in a home there's one head. This is the Western ideology to break down the whole structure and to bring about chaos. They say, "No, there's two heads in the house. There's two heads. The husband is the head also. The wife is the head also. So, now there's two heads. That's why they're always knocking heads. And as a result, then there's chaos all over the place. So nowhere else it works with two heads. I haven't heard any school got two principals." And any plane has got two captains, got a co pilot, you haven't heard two captains. And you haven't heard of two presidents in one country. There might be a deputy president, there'll be a, maybe a whole number of people, but you haven't heard of anything where there's two heads. But this Western concept wants this home to run with two heads. But now that's why they're breaking heads all the time. The point is that there's a the head of the house, and the head of the house. In the teaching of Deen, Nabi Sassam has appointed the husband as the head of the home. Now he will guide and he will deal with everybody with compassion, with kindness. He will deal with the way that everybody is brought onto one line in a very compassionate way. He will be very forgiving, overlooking. Nevertheless, that's a different topic. So any case in this Ayat of the Quran sharif We learn about what is the mindset What is the heart of Sayyidina Ibrahim a.s. Then we will understand this family as well The Bible In this very crucial time We commanded now you must leave your family In this place, nobody is living Here, no means of survival You leave them and go away It's not just something Everything is rosy Everything is very fine And now in this moment when everything is now rolling, everything is fine, everything is rosy, and now the person is making dua, so he makes dua, Ya Allah, you grant my family also, make them conscious of deen. If a person is in a crisis, the only thing he thinks about is the crisis. That's generally the situation. If the crisis is some illness, then only dua comes out of his mouth generally is illness. Ya Allah gives shifa. And if the crisis is something else, Ya Allah, you give us safety from this storm. That's the only thing that comes to his heart and mind. In the crisis, that's, this was a crisis as well. Was command of Allah, Ta'ala. But to leave them there, a human is a human. But Ibrahim, is now at this juncture making dua. Rabbana, inni askantu min zurriyati inda muharram. Ya Allah, I've left my family in this barren land. بِوَادِمْ غَيْرِذِي It's barren land, barren valley. No vegetation, nothing growing here. There's no fruit growing here, there's no vegetation growing here. Near the sacred house, the Kaaba Sharif foundations were there, but covered after the time, in Nuh A.S. time, the floods that came, and everything got demolished. So Nothing was visible, but this was the place of the Kaaba Sharif. Now, Allah, I have left them here what do I want from them? What is my hope, my desire? What is my concern? Allah, I've left them here. Rabbana liyukimussala. I'm dua for his family. On a human level, this is a crisis. You know, leave them there and go away. How are they going to survive? What are they going to do? What are they going to eat? The water will run out just now. That food, little provisions, will run out just now. They're going to be alone in this place. How are they going to be safe? Insan, human nature, these are the thoughts that will come in any human mind. But Ibrahim Salam was submitting to Allah's command. And now he's leaving them and going his first concern. Ya Allah, I've done what you commanded. Ya Allah, my concern is Rabbana li yuqeeemus salah. Ya Allah, they must establish salah. They must establish salah in their lives. Because everything happened by the control of Allah. Ta'ala. And if salah is in a person's life, he's performing his 5 times daily salah on time, properly. And for men, adult males, it is wajib to perform it in the masjid with jama'ah. Unless a person is very far away, he's on a journey, whatever else, some valid shari'i reason. Otherwise, it's wajib to perform it with jama'ah. That is in the masjid. So in any case, Allah, you make them perform salah, establish salah in their lives. رَبَّنَا Establish salah. Establishing salah, performing it five times a day, on time. And as mentioned, for males with jama'ah. Then performing it in the correct manner. Fulfilling all the postures correctly. Not doing it in a haphazard way. And all the various other things that go along with establishing salah, performing the salah properly, correctly. So, ya Allah, you make them establish salah. Now he has expressed this most important concern. Then, Faj'al afidatam minan tahwi ilayhim. Allah, you make the hearts of people yearn towards them. Incline the hearts of people towards them. They are going to be alone here. They are insan. They'll need company. They'll need that company becomes become security as well. They're living in a community now. They feel safer. And then now, there's always something or the other. Somebody needs something. Somebody is not well. They need some help. So the a community, insan looks as a as a member of a community, Allah, you bring the community for them. And Allah, they'll have needs also. They want to eat, they'll have their daily requirements. Allah, you provide them the samarat, literally translated fruit. But this doesn't Confine itself to fruit, all the requirements and needs of insan. whatever their needs are, you provide their needs. In fact, this is such a broad word, samarat, the spiritual needs of insan, his spiritual nourishment, and his physical nourishment. And then you give them all this, why? La Allahum so that they may become truly grateful to you. They may submit themselves in gratitude. It started off. رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ sala. <الصَّلَى> Allah, you establish, help them to establish salah. They must establish salah, you will help them, يا Because the solution to everything is in this. And then being insan, Ya Allah, they have these needs. You provide the security and the company for them. Ya Allah, you provide their needs. And the end also, shukr again. What is the reality of shukr? The reality of shukr is submitting to the benefactor. One is the verbal shukr which is necessary, and together with that, handing oneself over to the benefactor. And Allah is the being that gave us everything. So the shukr to Allah Ta'ala requires complete submission to Him, obeying His commands, staying away from whatever He has forbidden, not this obeying Allah Ta'ala. Not defying him. So it started off on the note of Salah, submission to Allah Ta'ala, Ibadat, and finished off also on that note. In between, somewhere, Dunya got squeezed in. But the biggest concern was Deen, Salah, the most important fundamental after Iman, the first thing that will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah, And finishing off also on the same note of complete submission to Allah Ta'ala and gratitude. And in between, dunya. Now this is a mindset. This is a thinking. This is an aspiration. This is a heart. How is this heart ticking? Now as we said, the head of the house. What is his greatest concern? What is close to his heart? And now in the time of crisis also, what dua he is making most? Obviously, insan is insan, we all, there's some issue, we'll make dua for that more at that time, but the greatest concern for a mu'min is always his iman, that if he loses everything, but he didn't lose his iman, he really lost nothing. What he lost, Allah will replace, inshallah. And what he lost, that sabr he made on that loss, Allah will grant those rewards and that great stages in the akhirat, which... Sometimes all his amal also together can't bring him to that level, which the that brought him. We should always make dua for afiyad, Allah Ta'ala protect us from every difficulty and calamity, every hardship. But at the same time, if it came away, then this is the requirement. sabr, was ta'eenu bis sabri was salah. Seek Allah's help with patience and salah. So we ask for safety from all difficulties. And if somebody has been afflicted with some loss, we make dua for them. Allah Ta'ala replaces that with something better. But at the same time, these are things also to be borne in mind. That that loss is not anything compared to the loss of Iman. Because if a person lost his Iman, he lost everything. He lost his dunya and akhirat. And dunya, wants, one day or the other, sooner or later, everybody is going to lose dunya. He's going to go ahead, dunya is going to get left behind. So the dunya is not going to come with him. Everyone without fail. No exception. No matter what he has left behind, he's going to leave it behind. He's not going to take it along. So the greatest concern is the protection of iman. And the protection of a'mal. Because that will become a safeguard for his iman as well. And the most important amal to protect is his salah. He's protected his salah. The person whose salah is in order the rest of his deen, inshallah, will be in order. And if his salah is deficient, this is the crux of a hadith sharif. Then in other aspects of deen, he'll be more deficient to a greater extent. So this is the concern of a mu'min. That more than anything else, my iman, my amal, the iman and amal of my family, that must remain safe and that must keep improving. And how can they become truly subservient to Allah, ta'ala? Allah. Then he made dua for the other issues as well. But this was the concern, this is the heart. The heart. Now this was the mindset, this was the thinking, this is the heart of the head of the home. Dunya secondary. Deen is the primary thing. So now that permeated onto the rest of the family. So how this played out, one very important aspect is... We're talking about things from the perspective of a family, and in the light of the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam, and this very great family that we remember in every salah, as discussed right at the beginning. So the lesson in this we get is that when Ibrahim alayhi salam had to be leaving his family behind and leaving, so now they also are insan; they also concerned. But what was the response? His family, his wife asks him that are you leaving us here? There's nothing yet for us to eat, to survive. You're just going away? So he keeps quiet because he was commanded not to say anything. The second time, the third time she rephrases the question is this the command of Allah Ta'ala? So he responds and says with the indication that yes, it's the command of Allah Ta'ala. So what is her response in turn? La لَا يُدَيِّعَنَا If that is the case, Allah will not allow us to perish. If Allah's command, then you go ahead. Now what was this response? Where it came from? It came from the fact that she was, as we describe it, she was on the same page as Ibrahim A.S. This is the expression commonly used nowadays, being on the same page. For that family to function correctly, it is very important. Now first is the head of the home, but then the, just as the president is only one, but then the home minister has to be in sync with the president. <coughs> so now everybody is on the same page. Then the rest of the things can move also in a, in a smooth manner. The wife of Ibrahim, was <laughs> was on the same page. She was also one who had that same deep iman in her heart that when Allah's command comes and everything else is of no significance, that is what we will submit to. Now they are on the same page in terms of deen, iman. What is our main concern in life? The main concern is Allah must be pleased. And the most important thing is to submit to the command of Allah Ta'ala. Now they are on the same page. so Everything went very smoothly. Despite the crisis. Humanly, human, in human terms this was a crisis. But despite the crisis everything went well but now forget being on the same page if people are in different books when you see not on the same page it is a different book altogether somebody is in the book of allah taala in the book of the allah taala in the kalam of allah taala in the quran sharif in the book of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the hadith sharif in the book of the quran and sunnah and somebody is in the book of the guidelines of the west in that thinking that lifestyle that there'll be two heads in the home. And Allah knows best, what else? So then when there's two different books, forget being on the same page, two different books, how are you ever going to get to the same end result? That's when you get the chaos that then reigns in society, that there's no direction, there's no guidance. And then you get the children coming out, Allah knows best in what kind of situation. They are in such a confusion, their minds are in disarray. And as a result, they don't know where they head, where to head, they head wherever their friends take them. Any kind of vice, any kind of evil, because they're looking for something, they don't know where to find it. <coughs> so this was the very great lesson in this, that she was on the same page, in sync with Ibrahim alayhi These are all the new terminologies, but applied in the right place. So as a result, everything went very smoothly forward. She immediately responded in a way that helped Ibrahim to now go without any difficulty. He was going to go in any case. He had already left. But now this was a support in that. Then the same aspect now that this is the, mashallah, the head of the home and then his wife on the same page. So now how this plays out onto that child he is also on the same page then. Ibrahim is gone and he comes back after a long time now this child has grown and Ibrahim is ordered that now you must slaughter this child so now when he is given this command you must slaughter this child what is the response of this child young boy but his response is if alma tu'mar what Allah commanded you to do you do it now where this came from it came from being on the same page. Why? Because the mother was also on the same page. Ibrahim was gone. Allah's command, you leave them and go away. So the mother brought him up. And the mother brought him up also on the same page because she was on the same page. So now, without any hesitation, without any resistance, he's being told, he understands. He's already of that level that he can understand. My father is a Nabi of Allah. Ta'ala. He's talking about a dream. This is not just any dream. This is Allah's wahi. This is revelation. The command from Allah. And being a command of Allah. Ya abati fa'al ma tu'amar. Satajiduni insha'Allah. Let alone you just go ahead and do it. I will fully cooperate. I will be part of the submission. Also on the same page. Now when all are on the same page... This family reached that level. where in every salah we remember them also. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadi wa ala ali Muhammad. Kama salli ala Ibrahim. Wa ala ali Ibrahim. As you send down blessings on Ibrahim alayhi And the family of Ibrahim alayhi salam. But this is that family now. That was a complete unit. It wasn't all people. A whole lot of Individuals living under the same roof doing their own things a kind of association of convenience. One is a family. Family is a bond. And the other is people living under the same roof doing their own things which is an association of convenience. Now, we need to have some things that support one another in some way but in reality it's all individuals doing their own things. Association of convenience. That's not a home. That doesn't make a home. Then everybody does what they want to do and then that's where the clashes come. Because this convenience thing don't work all the time. As a family, we learn to live with one another, we learn to accommodate one another, we learn to overlook, we learn to help one another, and we learn to take one another along in the right direction. But an association of convenience, whoever my convenience is going to be inconvenienced, I'm not interested Because I'm only doing things where it will be suiting my convenience. So if the child is told you'll be back at home certain time, but that doesn't suit my convenience, I'll come at my time. Doesn't matter who's saying it to me. My father is saying it, my mother is saying it, whoever, it doesn't matter. And likewise, all the day-to-day issues. So the whole lesson in this is to build a family. And that is what makes a home a home. Otherwise, it's people living in a house. It becomes a home when there's a family in it. It became, becomes a place of sukoon, a place of peace, of tranquility. And we are being taught in these du'as how to make it a family. It is to bring everybody on the same page. Everybody in the same book and on the same page. The book of Allah T'baraq wa ta'ala and the page of total submission to Allah ta'ala. Then, a very important lesson, just to finish off on this one more point, that we learn from the life of Ibrahim wasalam, and what makes it this family, what builds this family. We learn the lesson of communication. Ibrahim wasalam, is commanded by Allah. Allah's command. You go and slaughter the child. What is going to be the outcome eventually, he didn't know. We now know the story, but he had no idea that this won't Play out practically. <coughs> Allah won't allow that to happen. But now He has to prepare this child, little boy, young boy. Not that there's any question about fulfilling Allah's command; that's going to happen. But now this is a young child, so now to prepare him, He says to him, "Ya, inni fil manami fanzur He's posing it like a question, just to gauge. What level is he in? How deep water is he in? Because accordingly this is going to have to be done. One way or the other. But depending on how he responds, that's how we're going to take it forward. So what do you think? Now this was preparing the mind. There's a communication. There's some discussion. Bringing everybody on the same page. He didn't just come to dish out some instructions. Tomorrow we agree. Whether you like it or not, you're going to be sorted. So, just behave. He didn't come and just dish out instructions. That was going to happen, come what may. Allah command, it will happen. But, He is bringing everybody jointly on the page. But this child was already made. This was the way in which He built the family. These are the asbab. But beyond all this, is drawing from the treasures of Allah Ta'ala. You'll find many, many du'as of Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam in the Qur'an Sharih, related to family. We already discussed one. Among the du'as, Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam, Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِذْ قَالِ Ibrahim رَبِّ Hazal هَذَا الْبَلَدَ Amina. Allah says, وَإِذْ قَالِ, وَإِذْ قَالِ Remember that time. Allah is asking us to remember it. Remember it so that you take a lesson. وَإِذْ Ibrahim إِبْرَاهِيمُ Jal جَعَلْ هَذَا Amina. Allah save me and my progeny, my children, my progeny from the worship of idols. Subhanallah. Who's making dua? مُوَحِّدَ Azam, That personality who established the foundations of Tawheed on a very high level. Every Nabi of Allah taught Tawheed. And he took it on a very high level. And he's still making dua. Ya Allah, save me and my progeny from idol worship. How often we make dua for our own iman. That we don't get derailed somewhere. And make dua for the iman of our progeny. That they must stay safe and sound on iman. Dua, daily dua. In fact, every day after every salah, we should make dua. Another dua, the Quran Sharif records. Ya Allah, make us those who are completely subservient to you, Muslimaini lak. Those who give ourselves an entire submission to you. Wa min dhuriyatina umma ta muslimatan lak. Ya la, our progeny as well. Ya you make them completely sub- subservient to you. Such concern for his progeny. Rabbana wa b'at fihim rasoolam min anfusihim. Ya tlu'a lihim ayatika wa yu'allimuhimu al wal hikmata wa yu zakkihim. you send among them a nabih. And this dua was accepted in the... The Nabi s.a.w. came in the progeny of Ibrahim s.a.w. Allah, this Nabi should recite your ayat upon them. This Nabi should teach them your book. For you zakki him, this Nabi should make their tazkiyah and purify them internally. Ibrahim s.a.w. is making dua for the tazkiyah and the isla of his progeny till qiyamat.